Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello and welcome. Thanks for joining me today. My guest today is a systems champion with a love of all things systems, technology, processes, and workflows. Pip Meacham looks at the how in your business, so how you do the things you do. And this translates to reviewing your processes and workflows for efficiency and effectiveness and implementing tools and technology to help streamline your operations and building standard procedures, all that kind of juicy stuff. Making business easy is what she loves and it's what she does. So Pip, thank you very much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Ben. I love your accent, I have to say from the start, as an Aussie in Dublin and (laughs) Ireland. Whereabouts are you? I'm on the Gold Coast in Australia, but it's a bit of a mixed accent because I'm a Kiwi girl at heart. Ah, whereabouts? In Hamilton. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, make sure you get to New Zealand one day. It is amazing. (laughs) Yes, and the Gold Coast too. Come on. (laughs) Yes, Yes, indeed. you got the best of both worlds. I do, Uh, yeah. Good. Well, thank you very much for, for coming along because I'm really looking forward to this one. So what we're talking about today is about systems processes because there's running a business has lots of different functions, but if it's chaos in the background, the quality of your work, your profitability, all of these things will suffer. And I recently discovered a tool called ClickUp. So you've heard of Trello or Asana and all these different systems. I've used them all. I've been testing ClickUp and I really enjoy it. And Pip, I gather you're a bit of a guru with ClickUp. I love ClickUp, yes. And I'm one of their original vetted consultants as well. Brilliant. Yeah. So can you, rather than me, can you give a summary of ClickUp? What is it? What does it do? Yep. So ClickUp at its core is a project management tool. So like you said, just like Asana or Trello allows people to manage task-based activities. So um, being able to break down projects or even simple to-do lists um, and then really start to build them out within the platform. But what ClickUp does and it does really well is it actually takes it to a whole other level. So it's not a simple to-do list, but you can really start to use it to support your systems and processes, which is why I've jumped on board with it so much more than I have with the other tools. That's interesting. So there is a difference. So it can do so many things. The classic problem is overwhelm. So what's your advice? Yes. The first time. What, what should <laughs> they do? Um, I always advise people to, before they jump in and start using it, because like you say, when you first sign up, it's a very empty, white, glaring space. Um, There is a couple of things you can do. One, ClickUp has available a number of different templates and things for various different businesses. So it's always a great idea to load up some of their templates and see how they have been using the platform. The other thing I advise people to do is to go back to the drawing board and actually have a really big think about what you want the platform to do for you. So ClickUp can be used in a multitude of ways, which again is very daunting. Um, But once you know what you want the platform to do, it becomes a lot easier to set it up because then you're more focused on the outcomes that you're wanting to achieve rather than this overwhelming thought of where do I put everything? Yeah. And I echo your your sentiments on the template thing. I know when I first got into it, I found a marketing processes spreadsheet or template and utilized that. That instantly filled in some things and then I just adjusted it. So 
It's not a yeah. No, um, the only thing I'll say with the templates, though, is obviously they're the templates that work for them or that they've designed for clients before. And everybody's processes are so different. So once you do, you know, find and load up a template, you can go in and completely customize it and rework it to make it work for your business yeah. as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My focus for our chat now is a couple of things. One is, say, a longer-term plan, whether that's a 12-month plan or a 90-day plan, let's say, or both, yep. who knows, and then the daily thing. I know you've worked with HR consulting firms, HR consultants in the industry in the past and currently to help them get things organised so it just runs smoothly. Can you maybe yep. give us an overview of what you've done to help them using ClickUp? Using ClickUp? Yeah. So there's a couple of different ways. One is obviously HR departments within a business itself. Um, So they tend to use it more from a, I guess, employee management process. So they'll do things like leave application forms. They'll do resource management. So looking at what employees are available and when. Mm. Um, They'll also do things and use it to manage performance reviews, for example. So they'll actually create like a schedule of performance reviews for different members within the company and then have all of the meetings notes and things attached to that as well from a consultancy side I find a lot of people tend to use it more to manage lady will has clients on a retainer she'll have different projects set up for them and she'll be using ClickUp to remind her to check in with people or she will actually share some of the tasks or the different views within ClickUp directly with the clients that they can communicate over the creation of a new employment contract, for example, rather than the back and forth via email, they'll actually do everything within ClickUp. So there's a few different ways that I've seen it used for HR purposes. Can you tell people about spaces and also the different layouts because you've got lists and boards and calendar? So ClickUp has a very defined hierarchy. So when you first sign up, you're allocated a workspace. So the way that their pricing works is it's based on a workspace feature. So um, workspace is your top level. So if we're using Project Box, um, you know, my business as an example, Project Box would be the workspace. You then dive down. The next level after that is what's called a space. Now, depending on how you want to set the ClickUp up to work for you will depend on what you use spaces for. Some people will use them for different departments. So you might have a marketing space, an admin space, sales space, that kind of thing. Once you get into a space, you've then got folders, which I just tell people are just like the Windows Explorer or the Finder folder that you have on your computer. It's just a way of organizing information. You've then got lists. So a list contains tasks. And then within a task, you've then got subtasks and checklists, which just allow you to break down a task into more, um, you know, little steps rather than having a massive, massive thing that you need to accomplish. So, yeah, it goes workspace, space, folder, list, task, subtask. Gotcha. And, again, that probably sounds a bit overwhelming to people, but it's nothing. It's insane, yeah. (laughs) But it it, it is classic. You've got a a cabinet folder there in the office, let's say, and different drawers might be for a different department of function, as you say, and then different files within them. Um, Exactly. So you could think about, you know, a space will be your individual filing cabinets and then your folders will be the drawers, um, and then your list would be the suspension files that sit within the drawer. And then all the bits of paper within the suspension file would be your individual tasks. Yeah. 
And then it does have the layouts like Trello, for instance. So there is a Trello lookalike type, I don't know, call it board or display. Board view, yeah. And then you've got lists. So if you're a list person, you enter your tasks with the category and the date and who's going to be looking after it, which person. Correct. Um, And that's the great thing about ClickUp is that, you know, if you've got somebody within your team who likes to work within a list view and then you've got another person who likes to work Kanban style, which is the Trello board style, every person and can set up their own unique way of working for what works for them. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest draw cards for ClickUp is that it can be used in a multitude of ways. You know, there are so many people who like the old spreadsheet view, which is why the table view was invented, so that people who like spreadsheets can still have their tables. Um, it really can be custom tailored for everybody, and there's use cases for every different type of view yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So... I know certainly with some clients we've done 90-day plans where we've done it Gantt chart style. So yep. spreadsheet working down with different time bars. That's an option, right? Correct. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Yep. What is your advice on how you sort of map out longer-term activities as opposed to the daily task list? Yeah, so it's getting a really clear idea of exactly what those activities are. So, for example, if we're going back to the hierarchy of ClickUp, you might have a 90-day plan list, and within that are all the different things that you want to achieve. From there, you can then start to break those individual items down. So, say, for example, um, we're about to launch new services here at Project Box. So, we have as part of, you know, our 90-day plan is to launch the new service, but then within that task itself are all the different little steps that we need to do for that. So such as creating new web pages, writing, and then, you know, creating new web pages involves writing copy, recording videos. That's, you know, it's really just initially getting all the different things out that you need to accomplish and then using ClickUp to help you break them down so that you can actually work towards achieving them. Because I guess the biggest thing we have, especially when we look to the future is it's nice to go, we really want to do this. But if you look at it at a task within ClickUp that you know is potentially three or four days continuous work, it's really hard to get motivated to achieve that. And it's really hard to, if you've got different people within the team who need to all take action on different things, having just something written down or one task won't allow you to get there. Whereas with ClickUp, you can then start to break that task down into you know those smaller steps that can be assigned out to the individual people who need to do it. So for example, with you know, us creating new website pages, we can actually invite our web contractor into the project and we can start communicating within ClickUp rather than the whole back and forwards and email as yeah, well. Yeah. You know, and we can, we can assign things specifically to them to be responsible for, which just ensures that we're then able to make sure the project keeps moving forward and that we're achieving you know, everything we need to do to meet that target. Okay. You were describing before the spaces as in the cabinet folders and then the drawers for the different functions. How do you apply that to the new services that you're introducing? So what goes at the space level? Yeah, so here at Project Books, we're we're a little bit different in the way that we do it. Obviously, every single business is slightly different. We actually only have one space and it's simply called Project Box. Um, We then have a folder for our clients and a list for each client. Um, that works well for us because we don't need to break a project down even further. But say, for example, um, you know, with an HR contractor, they might have a folder per client and they might have a list for the different services that somebody has signed up for. So, you know, you might have a list with all of the employee names as tasks 
under the client folder. You might have another list, which is all your performance management dates. You might have another list, which is around your employment contracts. You know, it really depends on exactly what the platform is being used for. Um, and then, like I said before, it always comes back to outcomes. What are you wanting it to do for you? And then it, that will help you to really identify the best way in which the platform should be set up. Okay. And just to clarify, you mentioned, for instance, with the, the new services, if you're going to get uh, new web pages designed, that there's mm-hmm. going to be an outside designer. So ClickUp lets you what, give access to external people to access the space for them to see what's going on. Is that right? Definitely. So ClickUp has got really incredible permission levels. So you can either invite people in on a guest account, depending on what plan you are on within ClickUp, you can have so many free, what they call guest accounts. So basically you don't pay for that person and you can specify what they have access to and to what capacity. So whether it's just something that they can view, whether you want them to be able to engage and edit and comment, whether they have the ability to even create new tasks for you. So I have a client that we share a ClickUp list and when they need things doing, they will simply create a new task directly in there for us. There is also another view within ClickUp called a public view and you can share it via a web link. Now you can't engage with that one. It is view only, but it does allow you to show people potentially what's sitting within a task, if that makes sense. But it all comes down to where you share the information from. So you can invite somebody to a whole space. You can give them access to a folder. You can give them access to just a list. You can give them access just to one task if that's what you want to do. So in the case of the website developer, we've only given them access to the one task. So they cannot see everything else that's sitting in that project list. That makes sense. So if we take a step back now and for people listening, they might be thinking, well, this sounds like a lot of work. I've got stuff going on. Do I really need to bottle it up and put it into this process system? What are your thoughts? What's your advice to those people? Yeah, so yes, it is an initial investment of time um, and potentially money as well if you're going to pay for somebody else to do it for you. Where you start to see the benefits is if you're not using any other way of tracking this information and everything is stored, you know, internally or in your own head, you know, if something ever happens to you, obviously everyone else will be at an instant loss as to know exactly where things are at. By having it in a system, it allows you to, you're going to save time long-term. It also frees up your, I always tell people our brains are only capable of holding so much. And when we can get it out, it then frees you up to be able to focus on the things that you actually need to do or the things that you're working through at any given point in time. Um, So yes, it does take time to do it. It allows you better management, better consistency. Um, It will eventually free you up time-wise as well once you get through that initial setup period. Um, I also find it enables better communication as well. Oh, yeah. I, it's funny, I produced a course on B2B sales actually with a guy called Jamie and he's just so wonderfully organized and like you, he does reminders for things and process check-ins and stuff like that. And you notice it and you did this, by the way, for this podcast, you sent a reminder checking that everything's okay. And I, I'd say that was automated or um, planned out so that you didn't have to touch it. Am, am I right in thinking that? So Planned out, yes, but it's actually a member of our team here that goes through and confirms appointments okay, but for it's me. A plan. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's an SOP. It's a plan and there is a, there is a task that sits in ClickUp to remind her to do that every day. 
That's so good. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. So with, with Jamie, with you, when it's in the system, it looks professional. It gets the job done. You cut down on waste. You're more efficient, which adds to your bottom line in terms of profitability, all that sort of stuff. So yeah. I see a really strong business case. If someone says, wow, Pip just convinced me, and <laughs> I think you did, but what would be the next step? Yeah, so the, there's a couple of things you can do. You can either just dive in and give it a go, which like we touched on earlier can be very overwhelming um, and very much a, oh my gosh, what have I done kind of feeling. Um, I do suggest to people that they do take the time to actually like I said before, have a think about what you're wanting to use it for. Because if you do just try to implement something like this and you're not clear on what you want that to be, it's going to become a very muddled and confusing system. So get clear on what that outcome is, get clear on what it is that you're going to use it for, and then start to look at your actual own internal workflows as well and how you can build those into ClickUp directly. There are people like me that exist to help, you know, everybody work through that because there is that strategy piece to it. Um, I can guarantee you that if when you set ClickUp up, probably in three to six months time, you'll completely change the way that you initially set it up. Happens to everybody. <laughs> yep. I once did a consulting project in the HR space with a business that was having all these cultural issues. There was high employee staff turnover, all this kind of stuff. One of the problems in the business was that it was just really messy in terms of processes, customer files, documents, stuff would go missing, all this kind of thing. And that added to the stress and the pressure. And then when you got angry customers and clients calling the people in the frontline roles, ugh, they pack it in. They just say, all right, I'm out of here. I'm going to get a job somewhere else. So part of that yeah. was getting more systemized in the way work was done. Um, awesome. Yeah, I think HR consultants have a good opportunity to embed themselves as strategic consultants, not just adding the practical HR stuff on policies, procedures, all that stuff, but taking it to the next level. How could they either refer in someone like you as a systems consultant to work alongside the HR stuff? Yes, I mean, that's definitely something and that's something that I work with a few HR consultants over here as well, um, especially around the whole change management of bringing in a platform like this and going through the full systemizing process as well. So starting to build out, you know, what best practice looks like and then working conjunction to put in, um, you know, minimum measurements and things that they want for people to be able to, to do it. Um, in terms of asking for help, I guess, it's just a matter of reaching out to somebody who does something like what I do um, and really having that initial conversation to work out how you can best support each other. Because the thing with systems is that they're constantly evolving as well. So every business really needs to have its own internal systems champion. Um, sometimes the HR person is the best person to do that, sometimes not. Um, and then really working out what the structure of your own systems and processes are going to be. And then, yes, just rolling them out within the business. Gotcha, gotcha. Can you tell us about your business? What do you guys actually do? Yeah, so um, like as you mentioned earlier, we look at how people are doing what they're doing. So we look at the process that they use to get from point A to point B with all the tasks that we're doing. We then look at the technology that they're using to support that. So for example, um, you know, we've been talking about task management all morning. Um, 
it might be a case of at the moment they're currently they don't have task management in place so it might be helping them to identify the best tool which may not necessarily be ClickUp. um you know finding them a tool that's going to work within their own internal business and then helping them to create the standard operating procedures to support that and that will work in an ever-changing business environment as well because there's nothing worse than going through this process getting everything sorted and then nothing happening on it again for another year your systems and processes are something that just change continuously which is why you need that systems champion within your own business or an external consultant like someone such as myself to keep you on track so people will use us for a number of things sometimes we get people come in just and they just simply go we know that there's got to be a better way but we just don't know how um and it could just be happening Having that initial conversation to point them down the right path. They may be very direct in saying that they just want standard operating procedures. Um, you know, we get a variety of different requests, which is what makes our business so unique. And it's why I love it so much. Absolutely. There's an HR book I read years ago, a management book called First Break All the Rules. It's well worth the read. It's got lots of great stories in it. And it's by the Marcus Buckingham and others, I think, from the Gallup organization. And they were studying basically what makes top performers. You've got poor performance. If you flip it over, it doesn't necessarily equal great performance. So they were looking at statistics, sales figures, performance figures, uh, customer feedback figures, as well as qualitative data, put it all together, and then find out what are the habits, the traits, et cetera, of the top performers. And every single role had a different standard set of procedures put in place by the top performers, such as in hotels. I think one of the examples was people cleaning the rooms. People went in and they'd clean the room quickly, whip around and clean it all up and leave. And they were saying that some of the examples of the top ones, when they'd finished, they'd go and lie down on the bed, put on the fan and just check the room from that perspective because that's what a person does when they've flown in from another country, they're exhausted, they stick on the fan to cool down, they lie on the bed for a few minutes. And they get yep. the perspective from, but they then bottle that up and you can turn those into procedures and training and stuff like that. That's the kind of thing I think you need an external perspective to draw that out sometimes because when you're in the yes, world, you don't notice. Definitely. It. And it's something that a lot of business owners struggle with as well is, and it's not just the owners, it's people within the team. They're very close to what they're doing. So it can be really hard to, like you say, extract those own processes out. Somebody who comes um, from outside, we come in with a fresh set of eyes and we're not attached to the business like what its own employees are. So we can come in and, you know, pull things. I always say we pull things apart and then we rebuild them again. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. And as we start to wrap up, can I ask just one sort of, I don't know, psychoanalysis question? Is it weird that I check my click thing at night before going to bed on the app to get the next day organized? Or is that normal behavior? No, that's not weird at all. It's something that a lot of people will actually do. So I do that myself. Um, The last thing I do before I turn off for the day is have a look at what's coming up tomorrow. Um, It just allows me to then wake up with a clear mind in the morning, knowing exactly what it is that I need to start the day with. Um, Because quite often, you know, there's that thing that when you change a task, it takes you, you know, 20 minutes to settle back into what you were doing. And by doing it at the end of the day, you're already so focused, you know, your brain is in that workspace. Whereas if you need to do it first thing in the morning, you're instantly losing probably 20 to 30 minutes, just trying to work out exactly where everything's at. So by sort of, you know, doing that quick run through at night, one, it will help you rest, you know, you'll get a better night's sleep because your brain's not trying to piece it all together. <laughs> and then two, you know, you're ready to start the day the next day. 
Yeah. I should get shares because, you know, here I am telling people to go and use ClickUp, not just because it gives you an organizational <laughs> process, but you sleep better at night. So this is great. Exactly. <laughs> Pip, if people want to work with you, refer business to you, I don't know, team up and do co-consulting, something like that, what should they do next? Uh, if you just want to head to projectbox.com.au um, or come and hunt me down either on LinkedIn, you can just search me by my name, Pip Meacham, or you can find us on Facebook um, and under Project Box as well. Brilliant. All right. So if you're listening to this on the go, check the show notes. We'll have those links in there for you. Pip, I really want to thank you for sharing all your advice and tips and knowledge. It's been fantastic. And for listeners, I suggest go and check it out and go and check out projectbox.com.au. Pip, thank you very much for your time. No worries, Ben. Thank you so much. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.